So many scenarios out there with this bombshell of release, a a leaker within the walls of the Supreme Court dropping a dime to Politico and handing off the 68-page Alito decision that would overturn Roe v. Wade, essentially wiping out what has at least been perceived to be a fundamental right for women for the last 50 years. Now, people don't react well to having their rights taken away. We've been discussing what the political fallout could be. I talked to one uh, leading analyst who said, I'll tell you who it is, it was Steve Mitchell up in Lansing, and he said, you know, he's been polling on this a while, and he says, you know, this actually may have been a blessing in disguise for Republicans because it gets the decision out there and kind of gets a two-month head start on things, gives people a sense, chance to process it and maybe give them a little more time before the November elections to refocus people's attentions on things like inflation, immigration, the economy, and whatever else, crime, that might be a, a prevailing concern as we head into the November elections. In the meantime, though, there are two entrenched special interests here in the state of Michigan that will be fighting hammer and tongs to determine what the law will look like in Michigan if the Supreme Court kicks the abortion law issue back to the states to adjudicate. WJR senior news analyst Marie Osborne has been uh, trying to reach out to those groups, Planned Parenthood and Michigan Right to Life today. Hello, Marie. Hi, guys. So the reversal of Roe v. Wade would leave abortion policy up to individual states and would likely produce a patchwork system where the procedure would remain largely available in Democratic-led states, while the Republican-led states would pass limits or outright bans on abortion. Now, if Roe is overturned, experts have said Michigan likely will revert back to a 1931 law known as Act 328. That makes abortion a felony in the state with no exceptions for rape or incest. Michigan Attorney General Dana Nessel repeatedly has said she wouldn't enforce that law. We've heard this before. Uh, the Governor Whitmer, Governor Whitmer and Planned Parenthood filing separate lawsuits in Michigan courts last month to strike down the state's abortion ban. Now, governors on both sides of the issues took to Twitter, of course, after this leak. Uh, Governor Christy Nome of South Dakota said she would call for a special session to save lives and guarantee that every unborn child has a right to life in South Dakota. Uh, Governor Jay Inslee of Washington saying Washington will remain pro-choice. Governor Whitmer said she'll, uh, quote, fight like hell for abortion access in Michigan. Anna Visser is with the Right to Life of Michigan. She says they are cautiously optimistic about today's news, telling Tom Jordan and Kevin Dietz earlier they're working to fight the lawsuits to strike down the state's abortion ban. We have filed a brief in the Planned Parenthood lawsuit. We have filed a motion in Governor Whitmer's lawsuit, and we hope that, you know, they can do the right thing and not not just try to bypass everything and get what they want. And the draft was written in February, and Visser says she hopes the high court sticks to what's written in this leaked document. We just hope that they can still do the right thing, that they can stick to what they were planning on doing when they created this draft in February. And so hopefully the pressure from, you know, the media and the pro-abortion side doesn't, doesn't, sway them from what they were wanting to do originally. Now, we have reached out to Planned Parenthood of Michigan. Uh, for obvious reasons, you can imagine, they're very busy today. They did not get back with us. Alexis McGill Johnson's the president and CEO of Planned Parenthood. Uh, Federation of America. In a statement, she said, quote, we've seen the writing on the wall for decades. It is no less devastating, and it comes just as an anti-abortion right groups 
unveil their ultimate plan to abortion uh, to ban abortion nationwide. She noted that Planned Parenthood centers remain open and abortion care is still accessible today, Guy. And we should point out that there are already uh, two demonstrations that are planned for in front of the federal courthouses, both here in Detroit and in Grand Rapids at 5 p.m. today. So um, the, the the inflamed passions will be on full display. I don't ever recall, uh, Marie, a, a, a time when we've had law enforcement officers in in any county, in this case, Karen McDonald in Oakland County, the Attorney General Dana Nessel, who have refused to enforce what may become a newly active law if Roe is overturned. You know, you've got to wonder what the the blowback on that is going to be and how someone that is sworn to enforce the law can say, yeah, I'm going to pick and choose which laws I enforce. That is definitely a major issue that we're looking at here, Guy. We talked about it a little bit earlier, that this is, uh, this is going, that's a whole nother subset to this major story are what happens to these, uh, people that we have been voted into office and that are supposed to be the law enforcers in our counties, in our, in our jurisdictions. What happens when they don't enforce the law here? So this is going to open a whole new can of worms in that area as well. Not to mention, Guy, we've heard today about abortion rights groups planning to spend about $150 million in the 22, uh, 22 midterms, uh, about all this and that and that let's just say that is just the abortion rights groups but you know that the right to life groups will also be spending uh millions of dollars this is going to be a very interesting uh next six to ten months here that we're looking at well and also i mean it's it's become and and make no mistake uh, there was a huge uh enthusiasm gap for Democrats and Republicans in this state, with with the low approval numbers for President oh, Biden, mm-hmm. um, the, the Democrats were looking at a potential bloodbath come the November elections, be it congressional races or legislative. Um, you know, the statewide races here in Michigan were going to be a, a little bit different, but they were certainly looking for something to energize their base. This could very well be that, knowing that so many elections in this state turn on suburban women. There is no question that this is going to energize both uh, the Republican and the Democrat yes. base. There is no question about that. It's going to be, though, a guessing game as to who's more energized. Uh, but this, you know, the Democrats were really looking at some serious issues uh, in the midterms here. Uh, that may have now gone out the window because this may have activated uh, their base. But again, don't underestimate what people will uh people on the other side and the republican side and the right to life side who want to, who believe in their hearts that this is the issue of the day and plan to vote accordingly and it will also be interesting to see even if how far pro choice supporters are willing to go today and 11 other uh, candidates for the house coming out and saying we need to expand the supreme court it's the only avenue that can ensure that this never happens again well, there's a lot of people that may be pro-choice, but will say, you know what? We don't think we have to rewrite the Constitution when it comes to how many people are on the Supreme Court, nor do we have to do away with a filibuster that can grease the skids for this to be codified in law. Um, there are still those people in the moderate middle that may say, no, I, I support a woman's right to choose, but I don't support these more radical ideas that are that are being packaged as solutions from the progressive left. 
I, I saw a poll this afternoon, NBC News, they just flat out, and this was this afternoon that they, or earlier this afternoon that they asked this question, uh, should abortion be legal? Period. That was the question. And they said 54% of the, those that they uh, surveyed said, yes, it should be. So this, you know, that's a very close 50-50. That's very close to 50-50. And I can only imagine the people who, um, a lot of candidates and a lot of uh, people in public office who really want to stay away from this issue of abortion are now going to be thrown into it. And they better have um, answers and an opinion on on how they feel about this important issue. Well, and and it it is a um, it, it is a thorny issue because now I've got the Detroit News poll from just January of this year, Marie, where they asked the question: Do you support the Supreme Court overturning Roe versus Wade? Two thirds of Michiganders say no. Leave it in place. When they were asked uh, about the 1931 law. Should it be left in place or should it be repealed? Nearly two-thirds say repeal it. Only 22% say leave it in place. So um, there are some passionate uh, Republicans, certainly. There's a very strong uh, right-to-life group here in the state of Michigan. But they're swimming against the current of public opinion that has been building for 50 years. I have to agree with you on that, and it's. It, I just think we have now entered into a very interesting uh, time politically. I mean, if you thought it, the waters were uh, rough uh, on social media, they just got a lot rougher. They, they certainly did. Marie, thanks so much. We appreciate it. Thank you, Guy. The Guy Gordon Show rolls on here at 4 and 15 on News Talk 760 WJR. When we come back, we've got mobility makers. We've also got uh, going to be helping some people. But coming up at 448, going to be talking to the man who is defending that 1931 law that many hope will be reactivated, reinvigorated when and if Roe is overturned. That's coming up.